Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Hutari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, what I'm referring to is growth in our relationship. First with God and then in our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do today in this episode is give kind of a preliminary overview of where we're going to be going in the next five podcast episodes. In the next five podcast episodes after this one, we're going to be looking at the glory of God and the supremacy of his kingdom over all other kingdoms. Sounds like a kind of a esoteric topic, but it really has some practical, just practical applications for our lives in it. Not everything is practical when it comes to talking about things surrounding God. There are some things that are ultra practical or supernatural. And those things that we see can sometimes throw us off because we're just not accustomed to it, Right? Our lifestyle is such that we go about doing things and oftentimes we get into the rut of the same thing that goes on. It's just a different day. And so our rut is our lifestyle and sometimes it gets boring, but at least we know what's going on. Enter God and things sometimes, (laughs) and I stop right there because it is not just sometimes, enter into our lives kingdom of God, God, things change. There are changes that are part of citizenship in the kingdom of God, in relationship with God. Things change and things improve, but things change. And sometimes even though the improvement is part of the change, because it's change, we don't like it. It could be, on the surface, rejected. Just like a movement of God's Spirit can bring things about that cause change. And because it's change, initially, we don't like it. We just don't like it because it's change. We don't even necessarily like the mundane, but at least we know what it is. Change? Oh, man. It's like getting on roller skates for the first time and you're an adult. There's no way that you can look dignified. And we all like to, at some point in our life, we start liking to, we start liking to look kind of like we know what we're doing. And when we start looking like we don't know what we're doing because of change, 
and we become a beginner again, like being on the roller skates for the first time. You just can't look dignified. You get on them, you can imagine in your head what you're going to look like when you're skating around on roller skates. But you get on them, and probably the first thing you do is you fall down because it's different. Well, same type of thing happens when enter into our lives the kingdom of God on a greater level or our relationship with God has a greater dimension to it or his presence becomes more magnified. His glory becomes more evident. Change. Enter change. Even though it's good because it's change, we can look at it and say, I don't know. I don't really know if I like this or not. And we can come to premature judgments. Oftentimes, that's what people do who've experienced good things in their life previously. And they want to hold on to those things because they're good, man. However, if we hold on to things that are changing, those good things can become dead things. Or they can become legalistic things that we hold other people to because we don't want change. And people that have experienced things previously that are good, that experience something that's new, often don't like it. And they can get vocal. They can get really angry, antagonistic, upset, vocal, 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 and become critical. That is a dangerous place to be. Let's be slow to anger, slow to judgment. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What we're going to be seeing in the demonstration of God in this particular aspect of the movement taking place on the planet right now, the movement of God's spirit, the demonstration of his kingdom, the revelation of his glory, we're going to be seeing extravagant mercy and love. And what I mean by extravagant mercy and love, we're going to be seeing people that we might think are like hopeless. And God looks at them and says, they're not hopeless. They're my children. They're lost. I'm bringing them home. And they're going to come into our gatherings and they're not going to look like us. And they're not going to smell like us. They're not going to talk like us. They're not going to think like us. But God says, I love them because of his extravagant mercy. He forgives all sin. Because someone cries out and says, Jesus, help me. You are my Savior. I want you to be my Lord and my Savior. Help. That person, regardless of who they are, is going to be impacted. And in that impact, there's going to be a kingdom clash, meaning the kingdom of darkness is going to experience the onrush of the kingdom of God. And the advancement of the kingdom of God is going to clash with the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of Satan, the invisible realm of Satan that has an impact visibly on the earth, but that invisible realm is going to be impacted by the power of God's kingdom, and there's going to be a resistance that's going to come from that kingdom of darkness, and there's a power clash. It's called a power encounter. We're going to be seeing power encounters come as a result of God's extravagant mercy and love, not as a result of his anger and his worked-up attitude, it's going to be because of his extravagant mercy and love that we're going to be seeing people set free from demonic powers. We're going to be seeing entire communities set free from demonic oppression. 
we're going to be seeing entire communities set free from demonic oppression. I believe there's a time where we're going to be seeing entire nations set free from demonic oppression. But we're going to start with the individuals. That's where things are starting right now. Individuals. And we're going to be seeing many, 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 many people who've been oppressed, demonized on various levels, set free. We're going to be seeing many people from the homosexual gay community set free from the bondage of that demonic oppression that produces that twist of nature, creating within people an unnatural lust for one another. The same thing goes with people that are demonized in the area of sickness. Some people have been sick because of evil spirits. Sickness is going to be lifted off because of the extravagant mercy and love of our Heavenly Father. Some people have mental anguish and issues going on that have even produced body chemistry problems or body chemistry issues have produced mental anguish. Demonization can be behind some of that. That's going to be lifted off so that people can be healed. You see, some healing actually is freedom from demonic oppression and healing takes place because it produces complications in a person's life. We're going to be seeing bars, literally taverns, closing down because people don't attend anymore. It's not because there is a prohibition for alcohol. It's because there's just no sales. People don't want it anymore. They want to receive living water, not alcohol. <laughs> Same thing goes with the sex slave industry. People, because of lack of participation, the whole demand is going to decrease and also, the movement of God's Spirit on that whole industry is right now being impacted by the power of God's kingdom in a positive way, meaning people are being set free. And that thing is crumbling. It's been hit real hard, and it's going to be continually hit real hard because that system of sex, slave, and human trafficking, that whole thing is a demonic realm that is coming down. Praise God. So we are going to be seeing a variety of things taking place over the next few years that are going to be so significant pertaining to the advancement of God's kingdom and the administration of God's glory on this planet because God owns this place. <laughs> Satan has felt as though he owns it still. He had it. Satan is the god of the underworld, small g, little g, the ruler of the underworld, the dead. Everything outside of God, outside of relationship with God, everything outside of God is nothing. It's dead. Satan is the ruler of nothing, meaning the world of the dead, Hades. What's outside of God? I know on a human level, life outside of God was not easy. I did things that tried to make it easy, but it even made it more complicated. Life outside of relationship with God is hard. I do not recommend it. We need to be under the covering of God, our Heavenly Father's protection, and His life within us. 
Praise God for it, because he leads us to places that are right, that are righteous, that are peaceful, full of peace, that have joy in them, built right into them. The places that we feast on, his presence is fullness of joy. He provides for us access to his loving kindness. And his love endures forever. Our Father, our Heavenly Father, and this particular move of God's Spirit is all about relationship, emphasizing relationship with our Heavenly Father. As our Father, we are crying out. We are a fatherless people. We are a fatherless generation. And there are fatherless generations behind us, people that have not been fathered by earthly fathers because we've been broken, messed up, screwed up. Bound up, complicated, messed up. And our children have suffered as a result of it. And that generation is fatherless. By default, oftentimes people have left, myself included. I checked out for a while, just didn't want to. Thought, oh, well, you know what? I've done my time. Paid my dues. Now it's time for me to have me. A little bit of me time. <laughs> I've shared with you many times what me time led to. It led to death. Or what's called really, really, really negative living. Bondage. For me, the bondage of alcoholism. Oh, it was just ugly. Something that started out as a party turned into pathetic, man. It was just ugly. Thank God in his everlasting love, his extravagant mercy. His mercy triumphs over judgment, meaning he prefers mercy over judgment. That's why before there's going to be just a clear extremely clear line drawn, which is already very clear, what's white is white and what's black is black, or what's light is light and what's dark is dark. What's life is life and what's death is death. That in-between ground, pretty much non-existent. But thank God, thank God the good news is this, Jesus Christ, Jesus, Jesus is the mediator between us and God. And he has done exactly what was necessary for us to have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. And that is to live a life in perfect example as to what it is to be a human being. And then to lay his life down for his friends, for us so that we could have the same relationship that he has with the Father. That same relationship cost Jesus his blood, all of it, so we could have all of us in a relationship with all of God. We don't have any cheap seats in the kingdom. 
They are all front row. <sighs> so, these next few episodes following this, we're going to be looking at the glory of God and the supremacy of God's kingdom over any other, all other kingdoms. And the fact that we are going to experience a power encounter, meaning, again, the kingdom of God is advancing. We're not the ones being beat up on. We are the ones that are advancing and inflicting that effect, that harm, as it were, on the powers of darkness. Not on people, on the powers of darkness. This is not a war against people. This is not against flesh and blood. This is against powers and principalities of darkness. The power encounter involves demonic forces. And those forces, once removed, whole communities change. Whole nations change. The entire earth changes with the absence of evil. We are called to be those people that call upon the Lord. And he answers us because he loves us. And we are the conduit on earth so that heaven can be manifest through us on earth as it is in heaven. But we are the conduit. We are the connection point. That's why our bodies are important. They are more than just earth suits. They are conduits for the kingdom of God to flow through, for the Spirit of God to flow through our bodies, out to the world around us, up to the heavenlies, down again, the power of God, the presence of God, the glory of God, the kingdom of God is at hand. And the Father loves us. And with his extravagant mercy and loving kindness, the battle belongs to the Lord. The victory is the Lord's. The battle is real. We win, but we have to fight. People are being set free. As this podcast is being listened to by you, people around the world are being touched, impacted, and set free. Perhaps we are going to be some of those people that are being used by God to set the captives free. Part of us being equipped is to be informed so that we can make real points of meditation. And after that, the application is going to be very effective. Our part, our part here in this particular podcast is to provide for you some material so that you can become a participant in the ways of God. We just don't want to be blessed. We want to be a blessing as well. Let's pray. Father, thank you for demonstrating to us the reality of who you are. <laughs> we've we've confused things, God. We've we've made things complicated, made things hard for people to see. We've gotten in the way. 
And now I ask you, Lord, please forgive us for trying to make things look like they're you. And even calling them you, but they're not. They haven't been. They just haven't been. Only you are you. And only your glory is true glory. And the glory belongs to you. All glory and honor, power, majesty, dominion, authority belong to you, Lord. We call upon you to manifest your kingdom on earth like never before. Please, Lord. That your glory be known that we would host your glory and be people that follow in the footsteps of Jesus. And we stand here and we pray these things in his name and make declarations saying, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, folks. I love you. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, stuff like that, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. Life Around the Fire is all one word, all run on, Life Around the Fire, and all lowercase, Life Around the Fire, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We will get back in touch with you. In the meantime, God bless you. I look forward to these next five podcast episodes up and coming. Please pray, please, please, please pray that there would be power, that there would be the authority to express things like Jesus. So, God bless you. In the meantime, adios, amigos.